0: This is the Cliffo and Bronte
1: podcast. Are you enjoying your coffee over there?
0: Yeah, I am actually. My almond oat latte. Why, Matt? What's wrong?
1: So the guy you're dating, Mm.
0: who we actually talk about on the show a bit later, because he's
1: coming up on the pod.
0: He's given some beauty advice. He uh,
1: brings in one (laughs) coffee. We're on air, so he has the audacity to hand it to producer Alicia, who then uh, brings it to you, and I just go, "What?".
0: Don't take it up with me. Won take coffee? it up with him. And also, i I didn't ask for it. He's yeah. just such a lovely person that he decided to treat his lovely girlfriend yeah,
1: well, i'm I'm not going to take it up with him. <laughs> um, if you want to mention it, um, like flat no, white with I one probably... flat white with one, just say, <laughs>
0: I can't. I, I'll just take the. I'll just. Come I'll speak on. to him.
1: You've got him around your little finger. I you? do, I don't,
0: don't I? I? Except I'm annoyed with him because yeah, he told me some beauty advice that I did not need. Yes. But he, was, he bloody was bloody right. right,
1: mate. <laughs> it's coming up on the pod. Plus, I think uh, the most successful phoner of the week so oh, far.
0: Stop.
1: We put it out there on thirteen ten sixty. What unhelpful thing did your partner do during labour? And men. Be better.
0: Thank you. Just Cliffo. be better. Be better, men. Yeah. Honestly, we could do this phoner every single day, and I feel like we'd get more and more calls. I
1: feel like we could just turn the show <laughs> into this phoner like all the time. You might every have to break. leave then. Yeah, and it would go well. But anyway, um, the proof coming up it's the Cliffo and Bronce podcast. <laughs> Queensland's most prolific private jet user has been revealed. I don't want to talk about my personal life, Cliff. Stop t- oh, my God. You are really got tickets on yourself this morning, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I've got to pull you up on fair, that. No, that's fair. That's no, fair. it's not Bronce Langbrook. <laughs> uh, Queensland's most prolific private jet user is none other than Clive Frederick oh, Palmer. Really? Hey, yeah. thinking another name? I was thinking or? Gina. Ah. Uh, Gina Queenslander? Uh, Gina Ryder? Oh, she's she's uh, WA, mate. Oh. She's, um, she's Western Australia.
0: Oh, well then, excuse Gina. me.
1: Another mining magnate, though. So yeah. you were, you know, barking up the right tree mm. there. Uh, Clive has not one but two Bombardier Global Express jets valued at $103 million each. So he's, he's got two of them.
0: Oh. Why do you need two, well, Clive? Well,
1: good, good question because the the records are out there, like the records are out there in public, like where these jets are flying.
0: Yes, uh, yes.
1: Clive is doing a lot between, like a lot of Aussie domestic, okay. a lot to New Zealand, a little Must bit nice. to the Maldives and Tahiti.
0: Stop. On a private jet? a
1: private jet and a little bit of flirting around Europe. So we're talking Nice. Nice. <sighs> Nice, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, um, Bulgaria be <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> London, Geneva, and Paris. So that's that's what's on the flight records for one of his jets. Oh, but that's one of them. Interestingly, though, get this right. This is what shocks me in the story. The other jet, mm-hmm. the other hundred and three million dollar jet. Mm-hmm. Its destinations have remained a mystery with Mr. Palmer paying to have them removed the from the online public records.
0: What is he so where's doing? So where is he going? Where is he going?
1: With this second jet One of that us it has to remain a mystery.
0: He's going to have to get a job on board the jet and we're going to add an Apple Air tag and we'll follow it. That's I mean, what I'm willing
1: would to do. Mean, like, I'll go to certain extents to yeah. get to the bottom of a story. <laughs> that would mean a lot of face time with Clive Palmer. Fair. I <laughs> no, no, don't know about it.
0: So when we are kind of outlining the type of things that we're interested in, when you start a new show, this is kind of what you have to do. You choose things that you are interested in. You're like, these are the stories that I want to bring and these are the stories that I am going to want to bring. And when it comes to, like, health and beauty and that kind of thing, uh, I, I, I like to think that I yeah. keep on top of a lot that of that stuff. That
1: is not on my column. <laughs>
0: I think that, like being on TikTok and Instagram a lot, you see l- the latest beauty trends and like things that you can do yeah. to like
1: help. Isn't it your funny? Appearance. Like my algorithm not, not, not picking those up.
0: And I thought I knew a lot, and I was pretty like comfortable with the fact that I knew how to like best take care of myself as I'm about to turn thirty, um, and. Surprisingly, I got some beauty advice very unexpected, unexpectedly mm. from somebody the other day, and um, it's the man that I'm dating mm. who...
1: Hearts across Queensland break simultaneously <laughs> as Bronte reveals she is dating a man.
0: And he, uh, he has very nice hair, I will say. He's got like Gorgeous. Long, long hair. And In
1: fact, I- we were just talking about <laughs> <laughs> you and how you swoon over a Greek tennis heartthrob Stefanos Tsitsipas.
0: Yeah, a bit of a very, double ganger. Very
1: similar hair. Very similar hair. the man hair. you were dating.
0: So picture Stefanos Tsitsipas, like that length hair. And so for that reason, he clearly has gotten it to that length with taking care of it. And so the other day I was talking about like the fact that my ends were getting a little dry and I need to take care of it and that I'd bought some hair oil and he was like, oh, you should put that in your hair dry. I was like, no, you don't. You put it in it wet and then you blow dry no. Like, thanks, mate. Okay, but, boy. Yeah, like, thank you. This is yeah, my boy domain. who
1: rolls out of bed. looking <laughs> yeah. Like, Stephano sits apart, Must all be handsome nice. and brooding.
0: Must be nice. But no, I know that hair oil goes in your hair wet. And um, last night and a couple of nights ago, I did start putting the oil in with my hair dry and it's really made a difference.
1: It's, yeah. <laughs> like a good difference <laughs> like a really good difference
0: all i do is win win no matter what
1: this is him and you're this this the man you're dating right now
0: and he was like yeah hair looks he's like yeah it looks really nice and i was like yeah it's um it's the hair oil he's like did you put it in dry and i was like i don't want to talk no. about it <laughs> <laughs> next question
1: please. <laughs> Yeah. Wednesday. A WTF Wednesday with Sheena Barthari mm. after eight, a, a champion power slapper.
0: Yes, someone who willingly gets into an arena. And can be slapped in the face by someone equally as strong Mm. up to three times in a round.
1: But they get slapped to slap back. Yeah, of course. It's not just being slapped. Equal equal
0: slapping playing field.
1: Uh, More on that after eight, but as a WTF Wednesday teaser, Mm -hmm. I want to bring you the story now of the London restaurant that never existed. (gasps) Not a real restaurant, yet... Due to the power of the scary internet, it became one of the number one restaurants in the world. Wow. So in 2017, a journalist named Ubar Butler, he started this whole thing by creating a fake TripAdvisor account and he made a fake restaurant called The Shed at Dulwich, Uh which is the suburb he lived in, and he had a shed.
0: Okay. So
1: if it ever had to be physical, he could just do it in his shed. (gasps) Um, He then encouraged his friends to post positive TripAdvisor reviews on this restaurant's page. Yeah. To make it quirky, he named all the dishes after moods, and he photographed the dishes as well. He created them using a combination of shaving shaving foam... Bleach tablets, honey, like not real products. He made real, I guess, Heston Blumenthal. Yeah,
0: deconstructed type of stuff.
1: The phone would ring because there was a phone number and he would simply tell people he's fully booked (laughs) for weeks to come. (laughs) So the hype built, the hype built, like the reviews kept coming in. Um, he soon skyrocketed to be the number one restaurant in London on TripAdvisor. Holy! Companies started sending him free samples because they wanted him to stock his their products in his restaurant. Yeah. Uh, they offered him real estate. Oh, my expand. God, to franchise. Yeah, to franchise. And they offered to fly him across the world for franchising opportunities as well. It all came to an end because the phone wouldn't stop ringing, so he decided to actually open the shed in his backyard. He filled the yard full of critics and some actors and whatnot, and he served microwave meals.
0: Oh my and god. Safe
1: to say, that's when the jig was up. <gasps>
0: Oh, so it goes belief. to prove
1: don't believe mm. everything you read on the bloody internet, Bronte.
0: So I should cancel that huh? booking that I had for the shed at For the shed at indul- oh, No, Give no, it a go, mate.
1: <laughs> You'll be eating next to a lawnmower oh, and a, a microwave time. lasagna. <laughs> so yeah. 30 and flirty and
0: 30. Bronte's 30 before 30. I'll say it once and I'll say it again. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make it to 30 at the rate that we are powering through this bucket list. Yeah. And um, a lot of the stuff we've ticked off has been a lot of physical things. Um, and this almost 30-year-old body is yeah. starting to struggle a little
1: bit. The scheduling probably <laughs> needed a, a second draft. But uh, Pole so dancing into martial arts. Pole dancing into, into yes. It's been very full on.
0: But luckily, um, everyone that I've met along the way has been just so, like, kind and welcoming, including Scott, who I met yesterday at SAS Boxing. Mm. And he taught me how to do a bit of self-defense work, which is something that I've always wanted to learn. Um, And so he got me in the ring and taught me all about, like, kind of the the principles of self-defense and boxing in itself and what you're actually trying to achieve. Like, it's not always about the fight. It's about, like, protection and, like, needing to be in the right headspace and using your energy wisely. And he just had so much life knowledge. Like, I was punching him but also learning so much. And that's something that I really enjoy.
1: I mean, that's that's been your policy for a while, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and now I've just
0: got to uh, to do it with someone who's padded, which was uh, nice. a nice what, what benefit. What a nice change. So I can't recommend it enough. You learn so much. Yeah, you can Boxing and self-defense is really obviously good for your health, mm. but also I think good for your, your mind. So check them out at SAS Boxing. And obviously after all that, you need to wash it down with a cool with drink. a stiff drink. <laughs> I've learnt a lot. Now I need to, yeah, soothe the... The sore yeah. muscles and it's where you and producer Alicia came well, involved. So
1: you wanted to make a cocktail. Yeah. Producer Alicia is an ex-bar person. Spectrum she worked, bar manager. Worked bars before she yeah. got into radio. And I'm obsessed with margaritas at the moment. Good so man. I have all the stuff. The tequila, the triple sec, the limes, everything to make him. Yeah. So we brought him in.
0: To uh, the office, by the way. <laughs>
1: to the office. We made pre-midday margs. <laughs> Um, Alicia was the main judge. Yeah. But I was there helping to me to help along you the way. Kickstart the whole process. <laughs> now you just want to shake the shit out of it. Just yeah. Yeah. up high, go up high. Here we go. Can you do it? <laughs> Alicia's having a sip. What do you rate? Too much triple sec?
0: A tad. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. alright though. It's pretty good so... for a first time. Thank you so much. Proud of you. See, I think that's beautiful. Aww. Oh. See, I live for that. I, I, I think that is the best drink. Isn't it? I, love them. I God, love them.
1: God, I love them. So good.
0: You know what I realised in that audio? I was like, why are my arms so sore? It's because you made me shake that thing for 35 seconds, it felt like. It wasn't yeah, the martial like... arts.
1: We gotta work on those little twig <laughs> arms, man. <laughs> When, when shaking a mark for 30 seconds takes it out of you.
0: Get me back in the boxing ring. That's a, that's a problem. <laughs> now, I am not a mother. I've never been in labour. But from what I understand about being a woman, I can imagine the process isn't super fun. It- oh, no, nah,
1: it wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> oh, <shut> you,
0: <laughs> you Thin ice, mate. Thin ice. Oh. Okay, because there was a thread that went viral over the weekend that I think a lot of people will be able to contribute to on 131060 because what I want to know is Mm. what did your partner do or say during the labour process that was annoying? (laughs) Because a guy asked like on Reddit, what is something that a partner can do to help you during the labour process? And instead of, like, giving him info for that, a lot of women just came out and said, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And... Okay, you're someone who's been through the process twice
1: now. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I know it must be difficult to see your wife like in this situation Mm. and there really isn't anything that you can do. It's like
1: watching your favourite pub burn down.
0: But there must also be things that you shouldn't do.
1: Can can I – look, I don't want to – great topic, 13, 10, 60, get involved. I don't want to poop her or Mm. anything. I I just want to put this out there. Is the things that these? It's probably mostly men in this situation. Yes. Um, it, is the things these men are doing like is is it actually that bad? Okay. Or are the women giving birth? <sighs> Don't just in a no heightened state <laughs> of emotion.
0: So some of the like is it actually that bad? Uh, um, a few of them like one of them complained that the chair that he was sitting on was really uncomfortable.
1: Valid complaint. <laughs> like, These labours can go on for a long time.
0: One of them asks, are you done? I'm so tired.
1: (laughs) It is a long day. My wife was induced at like 6.30 in the morning and my daughter didn't come along until like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, poor you. It's a long day. You must
0: have been so tired. Um, A few people got uh, got food delivered. Uh, So a guy got food delivered.
1: Just because you're in pain doesn't mean like I'm not going to eat.
0: And uh, a few others, some were just like falling asleep, obviously, beside them and just like not being helpful in any way, not asking if they can help. Um, So we want to know, 131060, what did your partner do or say during the labour process that annoyed you?
1: I mean what do you want us to do mate are we supposed to scrub and glove up oh. and like hand us the forceps like what do you want us to do mate
0: don't ask a woman what she wants i all feel right? like we can't win we don't know either
1: just don't ask us just are you there? done don't breathe <laughs> don't move Yes. For 12 hours. That's it. Just be mute. <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. Um, My wife does get cranky, though, because when I talk about that day, she flares up a bit and she goes, all you did was eat, <laughs> because they kept bringing in snacks. And I said to her afterwards, well, it would be rude to, oh, would it, to leave the food.
0: Would it be rude? Yeah. I think yeah. it's rude. Yeah, okay. It's rude, bro. It is rude when um the person that can't eat is also trying to deliver a uh, child, I imagine, into the world. Through their body.
1: Awesome um, <laughs> chocolate brownies at the mob hospital, too. Really good brownies.
0: Thirteen ten sixty. We want to know what unhelpful thing or annoying thing might have been done or said by a partner
1: in the delivery room. Uh thirteen ten sixty, unsurprisingly, this one <laughs> hitting a bit of a nerve and getting a bit of a reaction. I love it. First cab off the rank is Rebecca. Uh, mate, what unhelpful thing did your partner do during labor? Hi guys. Um, so I was about five centimeters dilated and I was married to a dairy farmer at the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he kept looking at his watch all the time and the clock in the room and I'm like, mate, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh. I just want to know when we're going to be able to wrap this up. Like, when's it going to be done? Because I need to go and milk the cows. <gasps> the cows have got to be milked. Oh,
0: my God. The cows God. have got to be milked. But, like, oh, I nearly died. And the doctor,
1: very... Nicely, just probably told him to leave the room because he saw how irate I was becoming.
0: Oh my god! Did it get you an extra centimetre dilated though? Might have helped like, fuel the anger. Did
1: we speed. Yeah, you're speeding it up. <laughs> <laughs> like you are speeding it up now with every action you do. Uh, Kayla's here. What unhelpful thing did your partner do during labour? Um. It- he came drunk as a stunk for the first one, and vomited everywhere, and then passed out dead cold on the floor
0: for the second one. To the point where the nurse was like, "I can't help you. I have no one to help me. You. So if you pass out, you're on your own." And he did. Oh my so god! So he had a very sore head after both children. Was he out and about, Kayla, when you went into labour? Is that why? No, he-, he knew he knew I was going into labour. My friends had to drive him. He was just that nervous. His first-time dad, and he couldn't handle it, so he had a couple of drinks, and he overdid it, and, yeah, spewed all the way to the hospital, all the way oh, through, wow, the hospital, through the hospital, through the labour, <laughs> and then passed out for the second one and hit the floor in a rural hospital where it was just me and a midwife. So oh,
1: poor guy. She's,
0: she's like, oh, well, you've you hit the floor. It, it, that's, you, you're on your own there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least he was in a hospital doing all of these things. Yeah, there's <laughs> plenty
1: of buckets. <laughs> Kelly's here. What unhelpful thing did your partner do during labour?
0: Um, he was very hungry and he wanted to go to um, McDonald's while I was contracting. God. <laughs> did he
1: so... drive through or eat in? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Drive through. Right. Didn't offer anything, so didn't offer anything. Well, you can't eat during labour, can you? No, uh,
1: but, yeah, what but do you still, do we gonna smash a double quarter pounder like Maybe halfway through Coke labour? A McFlurry? That's give me an apple pie. <laughs> Kaz, what unhelpful thing did your partner do? I was in labour from Friday night to Sunday morning and he had a touch
0: grand final on. And he, and, he, and he asked me, can I go to the grand final? I need to go. I really need to go. And I said, no. <gasps> That's what my dad did for my birth. So he, it wasn't even a grand final. It was a touch game. And he mm. asked mum, can I go? And mum was like, I need to go to the hospital
1: Idiot. Well, yeah, well, he ended up asking me and I said no. So he was pouting
0: and being a right pain in my backside. So um, I said go. So he did. Wowie. Did he come back? <laughs> uh, yeah. Later on.
1: Did he win? After did it, they win? After
0: the game was, after the game was finished, he lost. So I was kind of happy. With they lost. Ah, probably
1: deserved it. <laughs> A controversial one here. We got Luke.
0: Oh, I don't know if any boys should be part of this chat.
1: Luke, were you well, unhelpful, or do you want to? Like, I'm feeling very alone here. Do no, you on a fence, fly? So, honestly, mate, I've I've been to a couple of births myself, and I speak for most men when I say we've never done anything wrong in a birthing suite. Oh, we're absolute perfect angels, aren't we, Luke? Yeah, how did we well, mate? Bravo, Luke. Wow. How many how many Bravo. nurses were in the room for your births, Cliffo? And Did oh, one of them even oh. offer you a drink or a snack? Yeah, no, no, you're no, right. You no, it was you said you
0: Yeah. Luke, the whole time. Luke
1: missed the setup there where I said I did nothing but eat. But sure, Luke, I'll go along with your argument. You got to fight. Can you beat Ron? To 150 bucks cash, but has Bronte met her match mm. up against Shannon the nurse? <laughs> What's this gruesome injury you've seen as a nurse, Shannon?
0: <gasps> Probably the most gruesome was a uh, spear through the thigh, like spear fishing, and shot his mate accidentally, straight uh. through the thigh. Accidentally, you reckon? I hope so. There
1: wasn't some blue <laughs> going on in the back. It's probably not your job. Yeah. To investigate no, no. that, Shannon.
0: Wow. All right. Clear that from your mind, guys. Oh, good mental strength, it sounds like from Shannon. Yeah, to that.
1: yeah you may have met your match. Good. All right. Um, we're gonna put Bronte in the soundproof booth now. Shannon. And then we'll put thirty seconds on the clock. It's five questions. Are you ready yeah. to go, mate? Yeah. Alright, Shannon, good luck. Time starts now. What city is the capital of Canada? (laughs) Um. Ontario? Dennis the Menace famously wears a striped jumper of what colours? Red and green. In the game Super Mario Brothers, who is Mario trying to save? Uh, Luigi. What colour is the submarine in the famous Beatles song? Yellow. What is a baby elephant called? Uh, huh? <laughs> what is a baby elephant called was the only one we didn't get an answer for. A calf. Yeah, a calf. Oh, it's come to you late. Right, yeah. see how Bronte goes. We'll get it out of the soundproof booth. Uh, same 30 seconds, and it's the same five questions, Shannon. Yeah. Um, and don't forget, benefit it out too. So if you guys equal score here, you actually take out the cash, all right? yellow Okay. A rule... Much to Bronte's disgust. disgust that it's one. pretty good, so thank you, you, You ready, ladies?
0: Yes, I am. Here we go.
1: Thirty seconds on the clock. One video on the line. Bronte, what is the capital city of Canada? Pass. Dennis the Menace famously wears a striped jumper of what colours? Blue and white. In the game Super Mario Brothers, who is Mario trying to save? Beach. What colour is the submarine in the famous Beatles song? Yellow. What is the baby elephant called? A calf. Okay.
0: And the. And,
1: um, Confidence um, there on that last one.
0: Toronto. Vancouver! Vancouver!
1: Too late.
0: And it's wrong, I think.
1: Leash. It is wrong. It is wrong, yeah, okay.
0: Yes. Yeah, so the capital city
1: of Canada is
0: Ottawa. You oh. both
1: got wrong. Ottawa, why? What did you say, Shannon? I thought you got close.
0: Uh, I was thinking, I said Ontario, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dennis oh, the Menace, I'm starting to think this is a, a green and black dress scenario. He wears red and black
1: he does wear red and black,
0: wouldn't I? Have not seen a <laughs> second of it. Uh, neither of you got that one correct. Um, Mario is trying to save Princess Peach. Pete. Bronte got that yep. correct. Shannon <laughs> said Luigi. <laughs> I mean, educated guess. But. aren't we all trying to save Luigi? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, The submarine is yellow. Both of you got that one correct. And a baby elephant is a calf. So Bronte got three. Shannon got, I'll give you one and a half for the calf. <laughs>
1: Taking it out again. Hub of margarine. (laughs) Shannon, close but no cigar today. I thought we had a competitor on our hands. Don't worry. Call us anytime, mate. No alpha bucks for Australia Day Thursday, but it will be back Friday morning after 8 a.m. And we got very,
0: very close to giving it away for the second mm. time this week. And hopefully we can do that on Friday if you listen right now for the clue and the letter, which is Dolphin. Dolphin. You could meditate with dolphins at that no, Dubai that. Uh, luxurious hotel. For Dubai as well. There Poor
1: go. dolphins. Right. Um, so what is it again? Dolphins. Dolphins. And I wanted to, I was just looking for the guy's name, you were right, on Wednesday show, Dan. Played. D for Dan. D for Dan. He was one off. Oh. He was one off winning the thousand. That would have made him the second winner within three days.
0: Have you ever given a so, given it away like that? It's ha-
1: no, we've had back to backs once. What? We had a Monday and a Tuesday <gasps> once before. So.
0: Well, let's have a Tuesday and a Friday. That'd Come on,
1: guys. We're playing Friday morning on Hit and the Listener Act. <laughs> That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.